0: It's Flo, and this is my impression of a politician. I believe in the people and their cars and Progressive and the fact that you, yes, you can plug in Snapshot to save even more money for being a good driver. I also believe in Sasquatch, but more as a joke, but also kind of seriously.
1: Safe drivers
2: save with Snapshot from Progressive.
0: I approve of this message, and, Sasquatch, if you are real, you can totally be my running mate.
2: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company. Snapshot not available in all
0: states. Blog Talk Radio.
3: What's up, y'all? It's your boy Twelve Kai. Want to take you back for a sec? Remember when you were seventeen years old? I think we all saw the world differently. And We also saw ourselves differently at seventeen. We were no longer kids. But we had yet to step into adulthood. In this week's show, we're going to take a look back. Take a look back at being 17 years old. I'm going to ask my crew questions about being 17, and I want to know what you think as well. So let's drop the music, and let's get the show cracking. Thank you for tuning in once again. It is Wednesday night, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That could only mean one thing. It's time for the best two hours of your week. Thank you for rocking with your boy. I'm your host, 12 Kyle. Back with another edition of the 12 Radio Show. The phone number to call in, area code 347-215-7162. Again, 347 347- Two one five, seven, one, six, two. This is an interactive show. Uh, we ask that you not just listen to the show but you can actually be a part of the show and participate in tonight's discussion. There's a couple of ways you can do that. You can log into the chat room, our chat room is always open, and it's always interactive. Just create a profile for yourself and join the discussion, or you can log in as a guest and watch the chat room participants go back and forth on tonight's subject. Uh, If you're on Facebook, you can hit us up on Facebook. Uh, The show has its own Facebook page, facebook.com backslash 12 Radio Show. Uh, You can also hit me on Facebook at my own little Facebook page, facebook.com backslash 12 Kyle. That's spelled out T-W-E-L-V-E K-Y-L-E for those of you out there who can't spell. Um, (laughs) You can also hit us up on Twitter. Uh, You can follow the show on Twitter at 12 radio show you can also follow me on twitter at 12 kyle the number one two k y l e uh this show is being broadcast live each and every wednesday night so in the event you cannot listen to the show live make sure that you check out the archives uh, that are located at blogtalkradio.com backslash 12 kyle you can also check me out on stitcher as well as itunes if you have an iphone um also on soundcloud soundcloud youtube a plethora of ways to listen to the show if you don't get a chance to listen to it live um the phone number to call in three four seven two one five seven one six two uh before we get started, I want to apologize uh we had some technical difficulties in fact, this show we were supposed to do two weeks ago and um had some huge huge technical difficulties uh not with me uh with blog talk radio um i don't know what the problem was well actually i do know, know what the problem was but it's a long drawn out story we ain't got time for that <laughs> nonetheless um everything's back up and running man so far so good no gremlins uh i see i have callers in queue and uh the music's playing so and i got the red light that says i'm on air so it's all good i know you can hear me uh again the phone number to call in three four seven two one five seven one six two. Um, before we get started on tonight's show, I want to backtrack to the last show we did. Got to shout out to homies, man. Vince and D. Love all came through. Uh, We talked about what was in the news. That was a topic, in the news. Um, So as you can imagine, we we covered a lot of the stories that were dominating the news. Uh, We talked about Donald Trump. We talked about Bill Cosby. We talked about a little bit of everything. Uh, It was quite comical, entertaining nonetheless. So if you missed that show, go back and listen to it. Don't don't stop listening to tonight's show. Go back and listen to it um, when you get a chance. D-Love Hall and my man Vince came through and uh, we had a good time as we do each and every Wednesday night right here on the 12 radio show. Um, as I mentioned in the intro, tonight's show will be a little bit different um, as they are each and every week. Uh, tonight, man, we're going to do something a little different, man. We, we're going to take it back for a second. Uh, the topic of tonight's show is 17 years old. So actually, you're going to have to think, you know, if you're a little bit older than and 17 is a little bit past you like it is me, Um, you might have to dig a little deep for some of these answers, but I'm going to throw it out to my co-hosts and, um, and see what they have to say. And uh, we'll definitely be posting the uh, questions on Facebook and the Twitter as well. Uh, so you can get in. We'll be reading comments and feedback as well. Uh, hit us up three four seven two one five seven one six two. Um, so let's, without further ado, let's not keep our guests waiting. Our uh, first guest, a uh, good friend of the show, uh, one member of the Soul Survivors crew. Um, she is, I call her a pimpstress, but I mean that's that's neither here nor there. She, <laughs> I don't want to have to explain that. Nonetheless, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Elmerie, what's up, ladies? hello how are you i'm
2: good how are you
3: good good can't complain can't complain can't
2: complain at all i'm not answering to pinterest tonight
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh
3: man next up to bat another good friend of the show another member of the soul survivors crew she is uh we call her a counselor man but she she's more than just counselor she is the most of the time, the sound of reason in our little crew here, <laughs> which is a scary thought, Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, my own girl, Aisha. Aisha, what up?
4: What's happening, sir?
3: What's good? What's good?
4: Get gearing up for back to school around these parts. Oh, I know man. you've been in school forever and a day down there, but... Um, yeah.
3: It's been a month. It's almost been a month already. Just about. Yeah,
4: we'll, we'll start next Tuesday.
3: Little man ready to go back?
4: Not at all. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
4: Not even know. So. But uh, Mom and Dad,
3: different story. Oh, oh, no doubt. No doubt, man. We were so happy to send the kids off to school. We was like, Yes, go to school. Go to school. I was like, man, I'm I'm around here pushing for year round school <laughs> <laughs> When you get the
4: petition together, ask me, I'll sign
3: it. I'll sign it twice. Oh, no doubt. No doubt. We we gotta have we gotta put that into action for real. Uh, the third member of our crew, uh, Samantha, she will be joining us momentarily. She's running a little late. Uh, she's going to be on, and she will chop it up with us as well. Phone number to call in, 347-215-7162. So without further ado, let's get started on tonight's show. Um, as I mentioned in the intro, man, we, we're taking it back to when you were 17 years old. So, I'm I'm very interested. Knowing these young ladies, I'm very interested and intrigued to hear what they have to say about some of these questions. Um, that we're gonna throw out. Um, so let's start right there. Uh, and I'm not, <laughs> I'm not because I, I know better. And, my, and I'm from the South, and I'm a gentleman. And my mom always told me you never ask a woman her age, even though I've done a pretty good job of trying to figure it out. <laughs> most women. Um, I'll start first with you, Aisha. What do you remember most about being 17 years old? It was
4: my senior year of high school. And okay. What I remember- about being seventeen, I was in love. You couldn't
0: tell what? me. What?
4: Yes, crazy. I know.
0: Crazy. <laughs>
4: <laughs> but that—if you ask me how to capture me being seventeen—that was mm-hmm. that's what it was. The sun rose, fell. The earth rotated on its axis around that boyfriend.
3: Wow. Period. Yes. That's, it. that's, that's that deep was. love. <laughs> that, was, that was the first love, I'm assuming. It was, yeah. Okay, okay.
4: And to oh, my credit, that's, that's... we dated for three years.
3: Oh, that's what's
0: up. Because <laughs> it usually just... don't last that long.
4: Exactly. <laughs> it was real. It true. It was. That was. It taught me a whole lot just going forward it in life. But yeah. Whew yeah. You can tell me nothing. The rest of seventeen
0: was a blur. <laughs>
3: Wow! 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 That's what's up, El Marie. What about you? What do you remember most about being seventeen years old?
2: I also remember graduating from high school when I was seventeen. So it was all of that excitement—graduating, getting ready for college, starting something new.
3: Hmm. So you get so, so you weren't in love or anything like that. I was not. No. Okay.
2: Not until you know what, I, later on ahead, in I'm my sorry. freshman year of college.
3: Okay. I think one of the things I remember most about being seventeen was like, I just remember like, and I don't know if you if you ladies went through this, but just like really, I was at a point where I really like thought I knew everything. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't mean that, like, I was disrespectful or anything like that, but, like, everything just seemed to, I guess, like a better term, kind of come easy. So you just really didn't – so I really didn't really pay attention to a lot of stuff as far as, like – I mean, I, don't get me wrong. I listened to, you know, what my parents said and stuff like that, my elders, whatever they tried to teach me. But I was – I don't want I want to call myself a know-it-all, but I thought I knew so much. And it wasn't until I left home and went to college that I realized I ain't no shit. <laughs> but um, that was, like, that's the thing I think that stood out most to me about being 17 was, like, I really just, I really thought. And then it was, like, I guess when you, when we all get to it at some point in time in our lives, when you hit that moment of clarity, when you realize, like, you just don't know anything or you don't know what you think you knew before. Yeah. And that reality was just like, yo, like you got a lot to learn.
0: <laughs> I
4: was supposed to understand that because I did. You could, I had the answer to everything. Everything.
0: Yes. You name
4: it, I knew yes. it. Tell me, I wasn't really open to like suggestions or other possibilities. Or look at the situation like this. Mm-mm, you don't know what you're talking about. That's just what. Right.
3: What that was. Right. Yeah. And, and you know, I was never much like you. Guys, I was never disrespectful with it, but I just, I just thought I knew everything, man. And I, and then when, it, like I said, when I hit that point where I realized I didn't know anything, I was like, man, I was. You almost kind of feel foolish, like what was I? I was like, I was really tripping.
4: <laughs> oh, yeah. oh no no. Yeah,
3: it's,
2: like, it's like a reality check. I mean, it was past the reality
4: check. It was more like the reality wall. You hit it. It was like, damn.
0: where? Okay. Right.
3: Exactly. <laughs> exactly. The phone number to call in three four seven two one five seven one six two then three four seven two one five seven one six two. Um now I'm I'm not only interested in getting your your answers on this next question, but as I'm posting these questions on Facebook and Twitter, I'm really <laughs> interested in seeing what the feedback is gonna be because I think a lot of times people you know, kind of either overestimate, you know, not like how they really were back in the day. And when you have, you know, sometimes when you have social media and things like that, people tend to, uh, how can I put this lightly, uh, front
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> like they were hot back then or hot now. And it's really not that hot, probably lukewarm, maybe not even lukewarm, you know. But um. so, my question to you, and I'll start first with you, L. Um, when you were seventeen it, it, complete this sentence: If I had to describe myself at the age of seventeen, I could best be described as blank and explain your answer. Ooh,
0: um,
2: I would actually kind of have to say delusional only oh, because wow. like before, yeah. Because I really didn't think I knew it all. I thought I knew it all, knew how to do everything. And then once I graduated and went away to school, I really didn't know shit. Like,
0: mm-hmm.
2: so I was really. It was a really what an experience, really, because I was delusional.
3: Yeah, that's, that's 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 a key word. That delusion. I I, I didn't expect that. <laughs> that's, that's good. That's good that you describe yourself as that. Because most people won't come to that type of realization. Yeah. Definitely, definitely. What about you, Aisha? At 17, if I had to describe myself at 17, I could best be described as blank. Explain.
4: Foolish. One, again, as I have talking about, that entire year, and then the two years after that, it was I mean, it was just walking around in this fog because this guy was, like, the bee's knees. And Mm -hmm. I, it wasn't that I was foolish in believing, like, oh, this is how this is going to work. I was foolish in the sense of I didn't need to work at a whole bunch of stuff because up until that point, things came very easily to me. I didn't have Mm -hmm. to study, show up, not sleep, I could rock out the bees a little bit of effort, I got an A. So I kind of used that to my advantage, thinking that mm-hmm. I could take that and I'd be smooth sailing for, you know, the years to come after that. And then when, like, other life stuff started happening, it was it was just really hard to change that, to be like, okay, you actually need to put forth some effort, you need to do some work, you need to grind some stuff out because everything isn't going to be that simple. And that was, like, also the
0: relationship
4: side, school side, family, like, maintaining friendships and relationships. It was just, like, none of this stuff requires work. I was banking on everything just being cool forever. Mm -hmm. And I didn't know how to deal. Like, when conflict did come up, my way of dealing with it was not real effective.
0: Mm -hmm.
4: So, I walked through, yeah, foolish
3: just man the stories yes that is funny i i I tend to agree i i think if i had to describe myself at 17 i was probably i wasn't i was i think the word i probably used to be unfocused like i wasn't really focused my only focus really was just football That, that was it like i was I just... That, that was the only thing that really... Football and my friends was, like, the only thing
0: that mattered.
3: I didn't really care about a whole... I mean, don't get... And what, what was funny was, like, I, I, I liked school, but I didn't love school. So, much like you actually... I mean, I didn't really have to put in a whole bunch of work, which changed very quickly once I got to college. Yeah. Because <laughs> those bad study habits that I had really kind of came back to back me in in some classes. Yeah. But, um... But it was just, uh, I, I just wasn't focused. I mean, like, it, looking back on it now, and it, it was, and I'm pretty sure you, you guys had the same thing. Like, once you got away from home, you know, what your parents were trying to tell you, what your aunts and uncles were trying to tell you, and you know people in your your, your, your family and friends who were trying to give you words of wisdom, all of that stuff started to reign true. And then all of a sudden now it's like... you're you're getting this clarity like oh man now it makes sense like before it just didn't make sense and um, you know I think uh, even like now as a parent I think that's one of the things that I'm trying to make sure that my you know you don't want your kids to make the same mistakes you made but you know if if, if, I'm telling you and you haven't seen it yet Aisha, Elmer you haven't seen it yet either because you're having kids but when you when your child gets to be of that age where you're like damn he or she is just like me like And, like, the part of you that you, like, you that, 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 <laughs> that part that, like you said, walked around in a fog or that part that wasn't focused, then it's like, man, you just want to strangle them because you don't want to see that side because you know where, you know, you know how it was for you. So, um, see, so yeah, I try to stay on mine because I try to, because I know at one point in time I just didn't, I wasn't focused. I mean, like, very little mattered. I mean, like, I cared about my friends, I cared about football, and I cared about hip-hop that was about it
0: <laughs> well Anything okay.
3: I even, yeah I mean like my I, and girls I mean I had girlfriends but I wasn't I wasn't like I serious would be the last thing I was trying to be with a girl at that time you know I was just trying to have fun but if you didn't fall within those other three parameters you probably was gonna you know <laughs> it wasn't gonna end well for you <laughs>
4: weren't
3: picking her right 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 no no it was just you know and it, and that's just like I said just wasn't focused I got more focused obviously once I went back to college but I mean once I, once I went to college but um at 17 man I wasn't focused I and you know what and another word I probably describe myself as I really don't want to say this but it's honest I'm kind of lazy <laughs> <Really>? <laughs> yes yes I did want to do nothing I'm surprised I that you would lazy. Mm-mm. I ain't going to do nothing, yo. I'm talking, my you mom would that? be like, my mom would be like, yo, I want you to, you know, you got to clean the garage. Clean the garage? Man, I don't feel like, you know, I maybe mean, not. I wouldn't be disrespectful. <laughs> but, man, if I could get out of cleaning that garage, I wouldn't clean it.
4: That is so crazy because I think that about teenagers now, Because when Mm -hmm. I think we were always on the move, going somewhere. And so my mom was like, you need to clean the baseboards before you leave. I would clean them baseboards, get this done and over with. So I knew she wasn't hounding me. Kids now, you tell them either you clean or you don't go outside, they're like, all right, well, I'll just stay in today. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Because how does that work? Or they right. sleep all day. When I was seventeen, between seventeen and twenty-five, my motto was "I'll sleep when I die."
0: Mm-hmm.
4: Go 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 go! Now these kids sleep twelve hours a day. I'm thinking, don't you have friends, a
3: job, studying? So, so you you didn't sleep like that. What about you, El? Did you oh, sleep God. a lot at seventeen?
2: Oh. oh yeah, I slept a lot. I
3: still sleep
4: a lot. Really?
3: Man, we
4: weren't oh, allowed man. to sleep in my house. <laughs> <laughs> right, you woke up on Saturday morning.
3: Man, uh, yes, yes. Eddie
4: Wright came on the radio, yes. and that was because my mother was getting ready to clean. You woke up. Exactly.
0: my house was spotless before 11.
4: Spotless. Wow. Yes, exactly. But then you were See, I didn't And my have
3: to, mom. I didn't
4: have
3: any
2: So I didn't have to get up early on the weekends to clean.
3: Wow, lucky. Was like, you were lucky, man <laughs> <laughs> You were extremely lucky Yeah, we had the same, the same like I Aisha but I mean, like we had to be up early So it was like, um, yeah, I mean, like and, and I guess, you know, we Just, we were kind of trained and, and conditioned To get up early to watch cartoons But after you got to that stage where, you know You're a teenager, you're not really feeling cartoons like that um, My mom would just be like, look I don't care what time you go to bed you know, yeah. you hear my music playing and I come in that room at 7 o'clock. You get, I mean, like, get up. I mean, I'm talking dumb early, like, on a Saturday, with nowhere to go.
0: We ain't got nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't like we were
3: going somewhere. But you had to get up, you had to clean up, you had to go outside, clean the yard, rake the yard, cut grass, whatever it was. So you had to, yeah. to clean the bathrooms and stuff. So, yeah, I mean, it was, yeah, so it wasn't, it wasn't no, and, and you know what's kind of weird is that I've kind of adopted the same philosophy, like, yeah, my kids. You not I, I don't. you Sleeping in is is probably like sleeping to like eight o'clock. <laughs>
2: that, wait, that's sleeping
3: in. Yeah, that's sleeping in. But you know what? Else, you know what? It, you know what? It's done is that it made me having with my mom having me do that all the time. Even when I got to college and I didn't have to necessarily get up, I would always get up early. Like I was never one of those people that would like on a Saturday and just sleep the whole day away. I, I, I could come in at 4. If I came in at 4, I'd be up by 8.30. Wow. Now,
1: if yeah, I came I'm in at like 4,
4: that. come holler at me about 10. Like,
1: <laughs>
4: <laughs> but it was that same thing. You you came in, you partied hard all night, whatever. Yes, you get right. up, you get that done. Don't let it be spring. My mother would find the oddest things to clean. And you'd be like, for real? I got to put my hands there. <laughs> Oh, but you did it. You got it done. And I, I don't see that in my kid. One, he's a boy. Mm-hmm. Two, being clean is not even in his top ten priority.
0: Nope, nope, nope.
4: And and even as young as he is, he's nine. You mess around and let him stay up till you know like eleven midnight, or especially early in the summer, and he sleeps until noon. And I'm like, what part of the game is this? No, get up. Go, you know, get some stuff done, and my Mm
0: husband—that
4: he he get up, start cutting grass, and you're the kid in front of the TV. Nope, not gonna happen.
0: Like, yep, nope, not gonna happen. Not gonna happen.
4: You outside, you know, with me because that's just how we were raised. Because cleaning is a family chore. It's not, oh, mom does that,
0: dad does this. Everybody. (laughs) 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 In my (laughs) way.
2: See, my parents growing up, they're really OCD about cleaning. So okay. they're like, if you want to clean, it needs to be right. So they would rather clean and do everything themselves.
0: Oh wow! Okay.
3: Yeah, I wish I, lucky. I wish I had that kind of mama. Right. <laughs> 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 no,
0: yeah.
4: No, so
3: my, my mom, my mom would be. She would be like, look, if you if you you better clean and you better do it right, or you're going to do it again. And that would be the thing, man. I, I was, and, and like I said, when you even get, when I got to the point where I where I started getting lazy, I never forget. Like she told me to wash the dishes one night, and I was like, uh, I was like, okay. And I talked to my little girlfriend on the phone and went to sleep. My mom's working second shift, and she got home around two o'clock in the morning, and she got her to come in and she, you know, she, everything. She went to bed right before she went to bed. She woke me up and made me wash the dishes at two o'clock in the morning. Wow. I was so pissed. But I couldn't <laughs> say nothing. <laughs> I, was, I, could, I was just lazy, man. I was like, I got to. Like, my mom, she was like, I'm going to break you out of that. And She did. She did.
0: Yeah. Man.
4: Cause I would be mad.
3: 347-215-7162 is the phone number to call. Get in where you fit in. We're taking it back. Talking about being the age of 17 years old. Got Aisha and my girl, El Marie, in the building. We're taking you up until 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Tell the word. Pass the word. Tell a friend. Tell a friend. 12 radio is back on the air again. Um, next question I have for you, and I'll start first with you, Aisha. Um, finish this statement. When I was 17 years old, blank was my favorite place to hang out. And then tell us what was special about that place. <laughs> you want the PG answer? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, no, no, hey. Keep it 100. Oh, okay.
4: So, technically, at that point in time, with his house. I told you,
3: you couldn't yeah. tell me nothing. I mean, nothing. And
4: wow. he lived with. Wait, 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 wait.
3: Hold on, hold on. Your, your husband, and I live in the show tonight, is it?
4: Uh, n- not immediately. I don't want
3: to get you in no trouble now. Be careful. I want <laughs> to have you sleep on the couch.
0: <laughs>
3: no.
4: He was
0: 17.
4: <laughs> <laughs> 17. So, gotcha. technically, yes, his house, um, he lived with his aunt and uncle because his parents, the church, oh, shit. they lived in another state and he didn't want to move with them, so he stayed. Um, and he lived with his aunt and uncle Who were very liberal and was like Oh, oh right? shit So <laughs> conveniently His house was behind the soccer field Of the high school So you could walk out The front door of the high school Across the soccer field On the other side of the fence And there was his house
0: So
3: wow, lots of
4: time Lots of time over there And it was really just like a real, real place, you know, to be his uncle was a chef. He used to cook all sorts of stuff at all times of the day night. It didn't matter. He'd be like, yeah, so I'm going to go ahead and cut this chicken up and make some stew. Like, 1030 at night, what are you talking about? Yeah, I Mm -hmm. didn't have a hang for this, and he would do that. So, um, got to do that, and you would play cards, and... So
0: it
4: wasn't
0: always, you know, the other stuff. But that's where right? 99% of the time, that's where I was. Wow. I can only imagine. I, <laughs> I can only imagine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. What about you, Elle?
2: Well, my favorite place to hang out, just familiar with it, the you probably won't be Kyle. It's the um, park here called Belle Isle. Yes! Okay,
3: I've heard of it. I've heard of it. I've
2: heard of it. Yes. So that was my hangout spot. Like, all day, all night, weekends. That was the place to be. Which
4: is now so, a big park. it
2: because everyone... Yeah, it's like a big, huge park. And people bring their grills and barbecue and family reunions. Like... Everything was happening at Bell out. That was like the venue for every event,
3: outdoor event at the time. Okay, okay. Yeah, I've heard of it before. Um, so is it like a place where everybody of ever 17 would hang out or just everybody in general?
2: Everybody in general.
3: Okay, okay, that's what's up. Um, my favorite place to hang out. Um, I'm going to keep it simple. My, my favorite place was at the mall. Um, typical teenager, I'd like to go to the mall. And, you know, of course, that's where the girls were. Um, and then we could, I mean, like, I was, and now I've never, at 17, I was. I, you couldn't catch me in the mall trying to shop. I mean, of course, at 17, I'm not trying to actually shop. I want to, you know, I want to look around. <laughs> right. I wanna see people what, I wanna see what's happening okay. with the yeah, I wanna I wanna see what's happening with the ladies though. Or, you know, you might spend depending on how much money you have, you know, you might go to the arcade, you know, shout out to the arcades. I don't even know if they have arcades anymore in <laughs> malls. But um <laughs> but uh you, know, you go months to months. The arcade Right, exactly, exactly. Yeah, um, So I would so the mall was like the hangout spot for me. Um it would be just me and my boys, we go there and just And you just spend hours at the mall, and and it was like, what was cool was was that the mall was one of those places where I could say, if my mom said, well, where are you going? I'm going to the mall. And, like, you wouldn't get any kind of question because she knew if I said I was going to the mall, I was going to the mall. So, um, you know, and then when you got a little older, you say, okay, I'm going to the mall, but you go, like, five, six, seven other places. You end up at the mall, but you know you go.
0: <laughs>
3: you go about two or three places. I, I'll never forget. Like one time, I said, um, I, I took her car and I said, um, I said, yeah. She was like, where are you going? So I'm going to the mall, and she didn't have a lot of gas in the car. So and she was like, make sure you put gas in my car. So naturally, teenage boy, what do I do? I put gas in her car before I left the house.
0: Oh. Or, or literally,
3: literally before I left my side of town. So I put five dollars worth of gas in. Drove, you know, to the mall and drove around with my boys and stuff. So I burned up all the gas that, <laughs> that I put in there with my little five dollars. But so five dollars is said, a lot of gas. I to yeah, say, exactly, five dollars—that's yeah. a lot of gas. Right <laughs> exactly. Yeah, we talking this, this is nineteen, nineteen ninety, nineteen ninety, ninety one. Yeah, this five dollars worth of gas to take you a lot of places, man. Take you a lot yeah. of places. A whole so, lot. Um, yeah, so she was, she when when I got back home and she got in the car the next day and <laughs> realized she just had enough just to get to the gas station, oh, she was pissed. I would She been. was pissed. I mean, I understand it now. Back then, I understand. I'm like, man, would you trip if I put gas in the car? <laughs> <laughs> you drove it out. <laughs> and then
4: you drove it
0: out. Right, right, right. And it's oh, a man. lot of
4: gas. Like, that's a lot. I remember me and our friends, Annie and Up, for gas because we were going to, like, take a road trip, and all you needed was $10 to get there and back.
0: Wow.
4: These days, $10 wow. would last. Wow. You
0: just got out.
3: Those were the
4: days.
0: Yeah, that's when gas
3: was gas was under a dollar, man. It was under a dollar. It a good time, man. Oh.
4: I was well, well oh. under a hour. <laughs> well said, yeah. yeah. It went up to a dollar and we were all mad.
0: <laughs> like, wait, hey, a dollar five?
4: No, 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 no. <laughs> and right now I still oh for gas being under two dollars.
3: Oh, no questions. No question. well, you know what, it's it's going down. Um, I think it's like 230 something here but I've seen places um in the south in South Carolina I've seen places in Florida where it's been right at $2. So yeah
4: hopefully
3: hopefully Stop that happens
0: three
3: four seven two one five. you know these business. 3172157162 Let's read back a couple of comments uh on Facebook. Uh, my girl Tiff Jones chimed in. She said, uh, answer the question about what do you remember most about being seventeen years old? She said algebra two. Damn. Uh, oh. Ugh. Algebra two is nasty, man. <laughs>
4: By pre cal oh, Keep... oh my
3: goodness. Oh. Oh my god. Precal, algebra two, geometry. All of that stuff was just like a blur to me. I'm, I'm so glad, like, I'm, I don't work in any field where I need that stuff because I, I I don't remember any. You know I really
4: what? don't. I appreciate math more now as an adult. Yes. and I felt like this is the biggest waste of time. They make calculators.
3: Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, I appreciate it now, but I still don't understand it. Like, I don't understand the purpose of geometry. I just don't. Like, that, that, I, I haven't seen the Pythagorean theorem since seventh grade, and I, I won't That's ever see it again. And I hope I and totally, I totally pray that my kids grade. don't need me to help. <laughs> Why do you rebuke it?
4: Uh, no, you better go ahead and save up for that tutor, because they're going to learn the Pythagorean theorem.
0: <laughs>
4: oh. I still know it.
0: I don't know. Do you? It makes I no know. sense to me. Mm. It's only for
4: right angles, but I still know it.
0: Sure do.
4: I would literally go back and get a degree, (laughs) like a master's in math, but you'd have to pay me. But I would. That's kind of the one. Really? Yeah, I would. Because I appreciate it so much more now. Math is logical, and it makes sense. It is. And, you know, I'm all about solving problems and being logical. I was like, I could probably find comfort in
3: getting knee deep in math. Now, you you talking to somebody who hates math, so <laughs> you'll get, you get no sympathy. Or no it's like nah. or anything over here, I hate it. I still hate it to this day. I'm so glad my oldest he didn't need me to help him with uh, any math. So I just hope the next three that yeah, they don't need my help because if not, I'll get a tutor. I ain't, I ain't even gonna lie, and I don't want to see it. Three, four, seven, two, one, five. Seven one six two is the phone number to call again. Three four seven two one five seven one six two. Shout out to my man Dennis. He said I'm seven. I'm currently seventeen. Dennis hit me up on Twitter. Cur- man, I wish I was seventeen right now. Wow. Oh, man. I'm going to go back in the park. Oh my gosh. No real
4: responsibility. He- Can we
3: trade places? Right. First? Yeah, I'm-, I'm about to tweet Dennis and say, "Man, you just enjoy this time. No bills." Real-
4: Right, tell Dennis I will take his history test for him. (laughs) 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 Come on, like, we (sighs) can come up. I won't even complain about the school lunch this go round, but I will be, yes.
0: (sighs) All
3: right, so the next question, and I'll start first with you, Elle. This actually, this question is very important to me because I'm actually going to write a blog probably in the next day or two about this. Um... It was a, it was a question that I saw on I think on a sports website I can't remember the sport I think it was Players Tribune dot com. Um, nonetheless, the question is if you could have a conversation with yourself when you were seventeen years old, what advice would you give yourself?
2: Ooh, I, a couple things. Um, okay, first is don't get suckered into all these credit card offers that they're going to fresh a freshman year.
4: (laughs) The t-shirt is not worth it. Thank you. Yeah, the t-shirt really isn't free.
2: It's not worth (sighs) it at all. Oh my gosh, that is so funny. Yeah. so funny. Don't fall for it. Um, Then second, I would tell myself, don't don't strive for corporate America and working for someone. Strive more toward being an entrepreneur.
0: hmm
3: Yep. Yeah. That is a good one. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. That's a good one. That's yeah. a good one.
4: Drinking too late.
3: Yeah. Drink a kool Yeah. Ah, she said the T-shirts. Man, you just took me back with that because <laughs> they were on campus
0: <laughs> hard with those T-shirts. Man. Yes.
4: <laughs> extra. Extra hard. I remember the. First two people who knocked on my dorm room door. One registered to vote, but I wasn't 18 yet because I graduated early. So when I started college, I was still 17.
2: Me too. And the girl
4: didn't believe me. She kept saying, but you can register to vote here. And i was like, I'm not 18. My birthday is like a week. It's like five or six days after election day. And I kept telling her, and she didn't believe me. And the second (laughs) person was a girl and a guy. And... It was a Visa card, and I got a T-shirt, a mug, <laughs> and
2: a... At least you like, got a mug.
4: <laughs> yeah, I was about to say the same Still wasn't <laughs> worth it. And it was like some like, <gasps> advantage Visa something or other. And I was just like, oh, y'all just giving it like, Oh, how neat. I get a yep. mug... So I can have oh, before my first class, and I had to this teacher Ugh. Yes. Suckered
2: in.
0: Complexity.
4: Suckered in. And a calling card. That was the third thing I Yes, did.
0: yes, yes. Oh, Very yeah, necessary. a calling card. Yes. Yep. Yep. Oh,
4: man. Yeah, that was, yeah. <sighs> that debt is bad. Oh, man.
2: It is. <laughs>
3: And oh. that is the
2: farthest thing from your mind. You're only thinking about, hey, let
3: me get this free T-shirt. Right, right,
2: right. Christmas
4: gifts for everybody because I don't have no job, so I <laughs> buying no Christmas. Because that's what I use mine for. I
3: bought exactly. Christmas presents for my family. Oh my gosh, that is Pure so. I, I'm, I'm gonna tell a story in a second, but go. I, I want. Okay, so what would you tell your 17 year old self, I
4: would tell myself don't take life so seriously. Like, everything is not the end of the world, and, you know, you can't get through it. Because I think I was a bit dramatic at that point, because, again, nothing, like, super bad had ever really happened to me. And so when shit started hitting the fan, it was just like, well, what am I supposed to do? I thought the world was going to end. And Mm -hmm. I would also tell myself to... Be open to new friends because at that time I felt like the people that I met and you know had been friends with for those few years I would be friends with forever. And then I got to college, and then college ended up being the absolute best years of my life. And I met really good people. So I'm now I'm definitely more open to fostering new relationships. But I was really, really closed off from those days. And so I probably missed out. On some decent connections and some potential friendships because I was just so blind. I had on the blind. It's like, we wasn't cool before. Why are you trying to be cool now? Mm -hmm. What's your angle? What's your purpose? Right,
0: right. (laughs) right. I know that feeling.
4: (laughs) And so I was like, eh, you know, hey, I would speak, but it wasn't like, hey, let's hang out, let's do stuff. Or anything like that. That didn't happen until like 1920. And I was like, oh, all right, you're kind of cool. And I was like, man, that was stupid. I shouldn't have been so. I was really stuck in my ways. Because I thought I had it all figured out. So my way was always right. right. Always. Couldn't tell me nothing. Yeah. Foolish.
3: Wow. There's wow. my theme for 17. Foolish. Wow. That is amazing. Um, Before I answer my, let me. um. <laughs> 'Cause y'all took me back with the with the credit card thing. So, <laughs> so I'm I'm on campus. I'm on the campus- I, I wasn't seventeen at the time, but I'm uh, South Carolina State University campus. Um I think I'm like a sophomore I'm 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 entering I'm about to enter my junior year in football, so everything's going good. Um single ready to mingle. Um and so these people come up on campus and they like you said, they have the T shirts they didn't have a they didn't have coffee mugs for us, <laughs> but you get a t shirt and you get a credit card. It was a credit card from this department store called Rich's. I don't even know if they're in business anymore. I think they're like a it's like kind of like Macy's. I think Macy's okay. bought them out eventually. Um, so anyway, I get approved for this credit card with a five hundred dollar limit.
0: I was like five hundred dollars. We' about to go to red Lobster.
3: <laughs> so first thing I do is I go to Rich's, and you know back then you know this 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 is this is the nineties, so you know everybody rocking a little Tommy Hill figure jacket and thenpolo, yeah. the so I saw this bad, just really, really nice blue Tommy Hill figure jacket, and the jacket was like three hundred dollars. And normally, I wouldn't spend $300 on it. Because no, up until that point in my life, I never spent $300 on anything. Because I never had that kind of money to just, you know, blow. Anyway, long story short, I bought a jacket. um, And so what happened was it was the end of the school year, and then we're, and then I was moving into another dorm. And so when the first credit card statement came, it went to my old dorm. And they didn't you know, it wasn't like you had a forwarding address. Right. right. And now... To my in my defense, I I said, well, hey, I never got a bill, but you know that, that's not how the real world works. <laughs> you know, you can't sit there and say, well, I never got a bill, so I don't owe y'all three hundred dollars. So I never got a bill, and you know, and I think I think they might have sent a statement home to my mom or something like that. Anyway, I never saw nothing from riches. Well. Years later in 2000, 2001, because I got married in two thousand two. I mean I got, I got married Yeah, years later. I got okay, so I got married in two thousand. Two thousand one I go to buy the house with the wife Get ready to buy a house. They pull my credit, guess what's on my credit? <laughs> <laughs>
0: that three hundred dollar <laughs> jacket. <tax. laughs>
3: so, no no with interest it's now five hundred dollars. <laughs> for Tommy Hill so, finger jacket. Yeah. Oh, and oh, and here's the kicker about the Tommy Hilfiger jacket. It was a blue jacket. Um, I was washing clothes, and I had the, the, the Hilfiger jacket. I don't know why I was washing clothes with the jacket on, but I was washing clothes with the jacket on, and somehow I spilled uh, about a cup full of bleach on the jacket. What? Oh, no. So the jacket was ruined. I only wore it, like, maybe five times. Oh. Five hundred dollars. It's on my yeah. credit. I got to I got to pay for it at this point or I can't get my house.
0: Right. less down. Listen.
4: The be best. No, no. Okay. You have to tell all of
3: your children that story before they go to college.
0: Yeah. Oh, I will. I will. I will.
3: I mean, I mean, I'm a firm. I mean, obviously, because I you know, have worked in the mortgage business for so long and, and dealing with credit every day. You know, I, I understand the value of credit now, but at 17, I, I didn't care. I was like, all right, y'all can send
0: me a bill. I ain't get it. <laughs> and, and how liberal the rules
4: were back then.
0: Oh, my like, God. You had no
4: job. You didn't ask me for any money. I wasn't even nope. you was 18. And you're just like, here, here's this card. Yeah. And then you get one card. From a... Had a visa, I could go to Hudson's, which Macy's bought out, and they would take right. that. And then they would give you credit, and in Hudson's, yeah. around like here's a thousand dollars, and all day today you get twenty percent off everything you buy and put on this card.
2: Yeah, that.
4: And so you went from zero credit to having like three thousand dollars worth of credit. I was like, I don't even have a work study job. What are y'all doing? <laughs> <laughs> and you think back yeah. and it's. Yeah, it man, but that coat, that story there, that's the best one
3: hands down. I don't think anyone's got it. Yeah, yeah. No no lie, L, no lie, Aisha. I <laughs> if I I I may have worn that coat five times. <sighs> it went. Oh. And then it's on you being
4: able yeah. to buy a home, your first
3: house, here right. on this couple. <laughs> and, and, and you know what's funny? Like when the loan officer called me he was like he said, yeah, we got something showing up on your credit for $500. dollars like, $500? I ain't got none of my credit for no $500. Man, what you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> like, I was really getting ready to cuss this dude out. Like, yo, man, what you talking about? I ain't got none of my credit. My credit's straight. Nope. <laughs> had to pay it. I had to pay mm. it. And what was what was crazy was Richard <laughs> Rich wasn't even in business at the time. I, I was just going to ask if you know, the
4: credit card company's still around. Mm-hmm.
3: No, they weren't even around. I had to it is, of course they sold it off to some other yeah. um third party credit or whatever like that. But um yeah, less than lesson less to the wise you young bucks listening. Um uh so <laughs> with that being said, the advice I would give myself, much like you Aisha, I probably <laughs> take life a little bit more serious. I was I was a little too loose. I mean, like I was just like I mean, just doing dumb stuff like that, you know, um I think I would probably been a little bit more serious. Um, I think I just... I was just a little
0: too loose.
3: Not loose to the point where I would have gotten myself in any kind of trouble or anything like that, but just, you know, just like I
0: said, just not really
3: thinking. Thinking stuff all the way through. I think that's something that I think, just personally, I try to stay on my son's about now. Just like, hey, man, just think think your thought all the way through. Don't get halfway and then stop. So, yeah, that's, that's one thing I would do. I would definitely... um I would definitely. One thing I probably would also tell myself is just really to. I mean, nobody at 17 thinks about investing money and stuff like that. But I probably would. I would be better with money or at, at that age, you know, because you know how it was. If you got back, man, if you got five hundred dollars, you was gonna spend five. <laughs> you were, yeah. <laughs> you know, nobody told you that, like if you get five hundred, put you know three hundred aside. You know that type of stuff. So. The yeah. concept of saving for a rainy day.
4: I had savings. You know, I worked, I would save some, and then I got that little credit line, mm-hmm. and my savings went away to get me out mm-hmm. of that credit line. Yep. Oh, That's
3: usually how it goes. Oh,
4: yeah. I need you to
0: do a favor. That's usually though. how it goes.
4: I need you to find a good jacket.
3: I need <laughs> to that. I, you yes. know, I have this. I, I can find a picture of how the jacket looked
2: before yeah. the bleach stain.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can do that. Oh, I can do it. i you know what? Before the night is over, I'll find a picture.
4: Yeah, I just feel like I need <laughs> right. to see this jacket again. That is the best story. <laughs> it is yeah, about how to be responsible when it comes um, to credit.
3: Right. And um, so I'm still, I'm still pissed on. I mean, who spilled bleach on a jacket? I'm still trying to figure out, like, why was I even why are, it? why are you wearing it? Why are you still wearing it? Yeah.
0: You know it? I mean, why but it was so fresh, it? man. Let
3: me tell y'all. It, <laughs> it was so fly. The jacket. I was yes. fly in the jacket. <laughs> you were
4: wearing the jacket because your mom <gasps> made you get all your chores and stuff done before you could jet out. Right. Right. you wanted to be Washing fresh. the
3: white clothes. Throw them in, the and jacket. it leaves. And you know what, it was where the bleach was spilled on the jacket, like, I couldn't wear it anymore. Like, it was, it was so, I mean, like, if, if it was just a little speck of bleach or something like that, I could probably get away with it. I mean, you couldn't. I mean, mm-hmm. it was just, like, all on the damn jacket. Just, mm-hmm. <sighs> And <Yeah. laughs> I know that's exactly
2: what you
0: were thinking about when you had to pay that $500 plus
3: income. Oh, my God. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah. I would have been cool with the fact of paying it, because, I, cause, I mean, at that point, I'm like, I'm trying to buy a house, so... I gotta get rid of this stuff. But if I could say, Well, you know what, man, me and that jacket had, had some good times. I, I couldn't even say that. <laughs> <laughs> oh I gotta, man. I do. I gotta see this the
4: infamous. I'm gonna
3: find you a picture of that I I will find it and send it to y'all. Uh three four seven two one five seven one six two. Again, three four seven two one five seven one six. 2. We're talking 17 years old, got my girls Aisha and Marie in the building. We'll take you up until 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Pass the word. Uh, loving the feedback and a lot of feedback on Facebook and the Twitter. Definitely appreciate the love. Um, next question, uh, and I'll start for with you, Aisha. When you were 17 years old, what did you want to be when you, quote, unquote, grew up and became an adult? So it's going to be really funny.
4: Um, I got asked that question beginning of senior year. My answer ended up in the yearbook. Went to my 10 year high school reunion. They made a point to point this out because I said, "Like, where are you going to be 10 years or wherever, whatever the time frame? Right. Is, you know, when you're up?" I said, "A lawyer. Go figure."
0: Wow.
4: I didn't wow. Hey,
0: look at year, you now.
4: But right. <laughs> I actually, one of the girls, she said, you know, you're the only person on this page who's actually doing what they said they would be doing. And I said, really? Huh. And I wasn't even 100% serious when I gave that answer. Mm -hmm. I said I wanted to be a lawyer when I was four, five, somewhere in there. No idea why, but that's what I just, I was like, they just seem like they know a lot. I want to know a lot. Then my answer would fluctuate. I took dance for a bunch of years. There was a moment okay. where I, I wanted to be a ballerina, um, but then puberty hit. I got boobs, and I was like, ballerinas don't have boobs. <laughs> <laughs> That's that not going to work. So I said I should probably look into something else. A couple of years I wanted to be a teacher, but being an attorney was always kind of in the back of my mind, and it wasn't to be in court because I actually hate court Mm -hmm. it it was just to know the information and to know how to find the information that was that's what drove me I was like yeah they know a lot and if they don't know it they know how to find it right that's a good profession and yeah I had another career before I went to law school but ultimately that is what I do go figure
0: See how, see how all of that worked out? <laughs>
4: Strangely enough, yes. As I said, it was a detour and winding path, but I did it.
3: There you go. There you go.
4: You student loan.
3: I know that's right.
4: <laughs>
3: I know that's right. What about you, Elle? What What did you want to be when you grew up at 17?
2: well I wanted to be a financial advisor okay Um, yeah and I'm not too far from it I work in banking and investments now okay and I've always been in finance industry so I was I really stuck to it
0: there it is there There you go well
3: well, at least y'all at least y'all are close um, yeah. Or he or, or got the nail in the head. I was. I actually wanted at seventeen. I wanted to be a veterinarian. Really, you like um, animals like that? I love animals. I love. I mean, I'm I'm, I'm from the south, man. I'm country. I, I love animals. Um, okay. But the pro, the problem came in with being a veterinarian was uh, I hate science. Um, <laughs> a little bit of a problem. So, yeah, so so that's a little bit of a problem. When you, you know, when I started looking at all these classes they got to take, and you know the, the the idea of going to school for like even more years beyond the four years that I had planned to go to school, I was like, yeah, you know what, I'm good, I'm good. I, I don't need to be no vet. I can, you know, I I could probably do some, you know, stuff at the animal shelter or something like that, helping out, you know, doing stuff like that. But I'm like, no, I'm good, I'm good. So that's what I wanted to do, though, I, I for, for as long as I can remember. when I was Even when I was a kid, I wanted to be a vet. Um, but, yeah, once I got to about right before I went to college, when I started looking at potential majors and stuff like that, I was just like, you know what? I said, like, wait a minute, man. They, they got a lot of stuff they got to do. And I started looking at the curriculum. I think that's when I really got afraid. I was like, wow. I mean, because it was some of the stuff that I would see would be some of the stuff that I'd already seen in high school. You know, the biologies and the chemistry. And I hated that stuff. And I was like, yo, you're you going to subject yourself to more science in college? Are you crazy? You ain't going to make it. So, yeah, I wanted to be a vet. Um, now, I, I will say this. I, much like you, Ayesha, when I um, did this little senior book thing or whatever, I, <laughs> they, they said, like, where do you, know, you see yourself five years after graduation from college or whatever? I said either Manhattan or Atlanta.
0: And that was my wow. idea.
3: And that's, you know, and that's where I ended up. Uh, I, to this day, I would still love to live in Manhattan, but I can't. Really? <laughs> you know what it is, So, with
4: Manhattan? You can't have kids there. That's just. No, no,
3: no, no. When
4: I went to visit and I saw people with strollers that had this little plastic covering over the stroller so the kid doesn't inhale the fumes or get
2: yeah
4: going. I said, what kind of life is that for a child to be in a bubble? I mean, it's literally a plastic bubble. And then riding the subway, how do you get up and down those stairs? There are no elevators. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
4: I said, yeah, no, you have to be single or you and your spouse, there can be no children involved there.
3: Yeah, you. It's not. It's not if you really want to be out and be out. And see, I was about being in the world, you know. So if I was single and didn't have any kids, you know, possible. But uh, even now, it would take like a lot of money, an act of Congress, um, you know, maybe a kidney or two, a toe, <laughs> you know. <laughs> it would take like all of that for me to move to. And I still love Manhattan. I, and I, I go every chance I got there. Last summer. Um, did make it this summer. I hope to make it before it gets cold because I ain't trying to see New York in the wintertime. Y'all can keep that snow. Um, huh. <laughs> but, but, uh, but yeah, I, I'm, uh, that's what I said. I said Manhattan or Atlanta and I ended up here. And this is like, this has been home for me here in Atlanta. Um, but yeah, I wanted to be a vet. I wanted to be a vet. I, I don't, looking back on it now, I don't have any, <laughs> I have any regrets because, uh, yeah, you know, I, I ain't as fond of animals as I used to be. <laughs> so, do you so,
0: volunteer,
4: or I, do you do anything with animals right now?
3: Man, I don't even have a dog. <laughs> I was going to say, do you even have a pet? No. I, you, you know, you know I, I had a couple, I had a fish. I, had a, I used to have a fish at my desk, and I'm thinking about bringing that back. I, like, maybe about 10 years ago, I used to keep a fish at my desk. You know, like little fish you buy that stay alive for like three to six months or whatever. I used to keep fish at my desk, little black fish. Uh, um, so I may do that again or I, and I, oh, I may do it here at the house because they're low maintenance but um, I had an itch probably about two years ago to get a dog and um, and I was like nah, if I get a dog, that's like having another another mouth to feed, man. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, and then my kids were like, yeah, hey, we can get a dog. I said, well, you know what? If we get a dog, one of y'all got to go. So, you know, take your pick. <laughs> <care.
0: laughs> Somebody <laughs> got to go.
4: That's why I don't have a dog, because I have a child. And I was like, ooh. Yeah, I could claim the child on my taxes. Can't do <laughs> Right. Dog. Yeah, sorry. Not sorry, but. Exactly,
3: yeah. maybe, exactly.
4: Maybe you're 26- 26 goal should be volunteering at the animal shelter. Get back to you, Maybe.
3: Maybe. But um, I'm going to need the money. Because <laughs> time is money. I'm going to need the money. I'm going to need them to throw me a couple of dollars.
0: You know, I'm not going to be in there cleaning kennels and
3: stuff for, for, for just for the love of the game. No. Um... <laughs> Uh, but you're right. I, but I still love animals. Um, I, I, I could see me getting a fish. I could possibly see myself getting a dog once, you know, once I get my oldest in college. But outside of that, um, and but then you but you have to be I, I think especially when you get older, and you get into relationships, and you get married and stuff like that, you have to have you have to be with someone who enjoys having pets as well. Um, and I think that was one of my my reasons for also, you know, kind of levying against not having a dog. Because I just told the kids, I was like, if we get a dog, y'all not going to take care of them? Y'all not going to, because I know, I grew up having dogs. So, they, you know, they're not as, you know, they're not just, it's not just about petting them and stuff like that. So, you know, but, um but yeah, you, you, you're right, Aisha. Maybe that might be, that might be a, move, a little volunteer work, you know, for a couple of hours. <laughs> <laughs> a little paid internship at the vet, local vet. 347-215-7162 <laughs> is the phone number to call. Get in where you fit in. We got one hour down, another to go. Got Aisha, Evergirl, Elle Marie rocking with me up until 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Password, tell a friend to tell a friend. 12 radio is back on the air again. Um, next question, uh, and I'll start first with UL. Uh, Finish this statement. When I was seventeen years old, blank was my dream car.
2: Okay, so don't laugh. <laughs> but
3: you know, now you know when you I'll tell really... people when you practice it by saying "don't laugh," people will usually laugh. I Pretty well.
2: but I really, really wanted a VW
0: Bug. <laughs> <sighs>
3: okay so i gotta ask why did you want a bug
2: i don't know i just thought it was the coolest cutest little part i don't
3: know don't ask i would not have of all the answers that i could have guessed that you would have guessed you would never I guessed. guessed. guessed yeah i would have never guessed a bug <laughs> Now, was it, did it have anything to do with Herbie the Love Bug, the car? Remember that? Remember that movie back in the day? No, <laughs> nothing to wow. do with the
2: movie.
3: The VW, the VW Bug. Wow, that's what's up. That's old. Now, that's old school right there. <laughs> if, if anybody's listening and you don't know what a VW Bug is, Google it. You should. You oh should my know. God! You yes. Should, you should learn. And I mean, it's just it's, uh, convertible. It's a, Exact. Oh, that was. Oh, now they were. Those are pretty decent cars, though, for real.
2: They are. Yeah, the convertible. Yep.
3: But they're definitely women's cars, not men.
0: Fellas, too oh, big. Oh heck,
2: no! I know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> not
3: for men at all. <laughs> yeah, too voice.
0: big for
3: that. <laughs> so I gotta ask: Where did you come even close? Have you come even close to getting a bug? Or was
2: that just a 17-year-old thing? It was a 17-year-old thing, but, I mean, one thing I probably will just get one just because. But not as my main mode of transportation, no.
3: Gotcha, gotcha,
0: gotcha, gotcha. Okay, okay.
3: What about you, Aisha? Uh, Green car at 17. Okay, so I had two.
4: Because one I felt was more realistic than the other. But I wanted a 95 Chevy Impala.
0: Okay.
4: I I got a tissue. It's so shallow. and so vain. I wanted the car because every time I saw someone driving the car, it was always a fine black man. And I figure
3: <laughs> So you figure in the car, you're going to pull one, too.
4: Exactly. Right, right. And I'm going to say that that theory has held true all these years, except for one time. I saw an old white man driving one. It threw me completely. Okay.
0: Closed.
4: But every time I see that car, I look to see who's driving, and it's always a good-looking black man. That's very
2: true. That's still so true today.
4: If I could get my hands on that car today, I would totally get it. But my yeah. the car where I was like, this is I could realistically, you know, purchase and own. I wanted mm-hmm. Dodge Neon. They had came out.
0: <laughs> I know. Wait I a minute! Own. Wait! Wait! wait. <laughs> Hold I'm, up! Hold up! Hold up! Hold up! Hold on, Hold up! We said dream car. You said a Dodge.
4: I said it was the more realistic purchase, and I'm like, I can probably. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, you right. I'm
3: about to fall out of this shit.
4: No, because when they first started advertising them, because I remember I used to get a magazine subscription, 17, some girly something. But there used to be an advertiser when they first came out, and the car in the picture was always a neon green. And I said, that is just different. Nobody else on the road would, would have this car, and I was always about going against the grain. If I could figure out how to be contrary, I was going to be that person. I was like, nobody has this car. Years later, I end up owning a Dodge Neon, and I hated that car. What? I, Dodge. I did. I hated that car, and I would never own a Dodge or a Chrysler. Or anything. What? Because of that car. Wow. It had. It now had that
3: sounds very strange problem. coming from somebody from Detroit. I'm not
4: exactly. from Detroit.
3: I live. i I'm, I'm sorry. You're not from Detroit. You live in Detroit. I'm not.
4: Yes. This is this is my second home. However, no. And I I drive. From my outside of the first car, which was given to me, I've driven nothing but foreign cars till I got to that dodge and it gave me hell I mean oh, that car the trunk used to leak, water would come into the Damn. seat on the floor like it, it and I would search, and all these other people were having the same problem with this car, and I was like, so they just built this shitty, and they knew about it. What? Yeah. I can't fool with y'all. It was it you've ever heard water sloshing because it's pooling somewhere underneath the trunk. You hit the brakes, you hear the water coming forward, and then your back seat, the water on the floor just comes up and soaks the carpet. Yeah, that was my car.
3: Wow. Yeah.
4: Wow. So Well, you know what I,
3: I now I understand. I understand that. Yeah. Yeah. Had, it had to squeak. That you
4: couldn't make go away. I had the sh- the shocks checked, the struts checked, every single thing. Nobody could quite figure out what was going on. Again, I searched mm-hmm. for it. All these other cars with the same problem. It was it was just bad business. Me and Dodge are not friends. We are not cool. No. Yeah, I would be done with Dodge too after
2: that.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I would too. I, I I can't can't say I blame you. No. I
4: Can't, can't say, say I blame right, you, I, you at all. And oh, uh, but yeah. Now me and a Chevy Impala. To I would I would drive that today. Just let me get my hands on one today. But you never stand for sale because those people
0: know. But
3: yeah. What's now I, I, I tell you what. Now if you if you come to Atlanta and you you go to the south side, to the SWAT, um, your myth probably will be destroyed by. <laughs> Don't say men, that. And, and the myth. <laughs> In a <laughs> there's some there's some dirty looking dudes over there in the SWAT. Um and I can say that probably because I don't go to the SWAT. Um But yeah, it's some dirt. You know, like you know, like every 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 and y'all know what I'm talking about. Like every town got like a dirty side. Like, and I'm not just dumping on the swatch because it's just cool over there. But I don't really go over there, so I can I can say this. But like certain sections of the Swats like real dirty. Like people just look dirty. So. There's a lot of dirty-looking dudes over there, and they drive <laughs> <polished>. Okay, <laughs> so
4: I can't go there because I need my theory. My theory has been maintained, we're talking 20 years now, so.
3: Okay, yeah, so, so yeah, stay there. It, yeah, yeah, just don't, just don't go. you ever come to the A, don't, just don't go to the SWAT. As long as you stay away from SWAT, you are okay. Um Dream car. I got to say the Benz, man. The Benz was, I mean, like. The Mercedes Benz was the car to be in, like, and I remember my uncle got one, this was like early 80s, and it was just like, it had that that leather, like that good, like, I guess the best way I can describe it, like, it had a, the leather had a new car smell every time Mm. you got in it, no matter the fact that it was like two years, like the car had been two or three years old. It just smelled new. Um, And that always fascinated me as a kid. So, like, when I would get in this Benz, I'd be like, man. Like, that was just, like, the coolest thing just to be in a Benz. And the fact that, like, (laughs) y'all gonna laugh at this. I love the fact that (laughs) the Benz was the first car that I ever sat in where you could push a button and the seats moved.
0: (laughs) So... (laughs) So as a
3: kid, I found that to be fascinating, you know, because all the other cars we had, like we had a Chevy Nova, we had little, you know, other cars and stuff like that. You had to, you had to physically move the seat, but the Benz, just push a little button, (laughs) slide frontwards, slide backwards, seat would push up a little bit or push down. I mean, that was
0: that was
3: that was dope to me. So, um, so yeah, being in my uncle's Benz and then. and then I think probably, like, my, my love affair with hip-hop, uh, when I started seeing guys like EPMD and Benz's, you see guys in the videos and stuff in Benz's. And Benzes, and that, and, that, and early, in the mid-80s, mid to late 80s, that was the rapper's car, like the Benz. Yep. Like, if, you, if a rapper was talking about having a Benz, then you know he was making money. And so that was just the thing. So, like, that was, when I was... Seventeen. I wanted. To, I wanted to be. I wanted to be in a car that you know, you could press the Always button and the seat would move. Yep, and smell new. So did so, you get one? Or the bins? No, no. I, I, you know, I, I think I'm probably a little bit weird when it comes to to cars because, like, I think if you ask most men, like if you can ask them about a car, like they'll talk about all of these muscle cars and they'll go into these long diatribes about how dope cars are and this car is that car and that. I'm not a big car guy. Like, I just need four wheels to get me from point A to point B. Um, I never was, I mean, outside of my little fascination would have been, um, and I remember my man Chuck on Twitter, he said uh, the Porsche 911, the Porsche 911 was like, we were coming up. That was everybody's favorite car. I mean, who who wouldn't have wanted a Porsche? Um, but uh, but not. But I really, I'm really not big on cars like that. I just I just want to be able to get back and forth. I don't need to be stunting at the curb, you know. So uh, I mean, if I, now if I wanted a Benz, you know, I, but I don't really have a desire to have a Benz now. Plus, you know, the seat, you know, and and my my, my in my car, in my little Camry, when I press the button, the seat moves.
0: <laughs> so I'm good. I'm
4: good.
1: And
3: it smells good. It's good. It smells good. So, you know, and it's paid for. So I, so that, you know, I'm good. Cool. So, uh 215 7162 seven, two, again. three four seven two one five. See, I like simple things, man. Just press a button and make my seat move. That's all I want to do. Three four seven two one five seven one six two. Um next question I thought first with you L. At seventeen, what was your biggest fear when you were seventeen and why?
0: Um,
2: that I really wasn't gonna make it being away from home. Okay. So like when I went away to school, um, I literally had no idea how to do small stuff. Like, my roommate had got on because I didn't even know how to mop. Oh. So
0: what? Was,
2: no, I didn't.
4: My, my nine-year-old can mop.
2: <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. Come on, El. So, how do you even know how to mop? Right. Your mom didn't make you mop? No. No. The only thing I had to do growing up was sleep the kitchen, and wash the dishes. That was it. The only thing I ever Mm. had to do. Exactly. So it was just like a huge reality check, and I'm like, shit, I don't think I'm going to make it. (laughs) 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 (laughs)
0: Like,
2: I'm smart. I can give me a problem to solve. I'll do it. Give me a book. I'll read it. Write a report. But small stuff like that, I really had no clue how to do. Like, my Dad would always take off the garbage. It's like I don't have my dad here to take my garbage out. I don't have my mom mm-hmm. here to do my laundry. So that was my fear. Like I might not make it.
0: Wow.
2: Yeah. You man, you were didn't
3: have to mop. I'm still I still can't get past that. <laughs> <laughs> no. And I know I know your I know your mom is listening. So if you're listening, um, make her mop as soon as she comes to your house. <gasps> Just for old time sake. And <laughs> then she just repeated
2: and said, sorry. She says that so often, like, I'm so sorry. We should have taught you how to do this stuff. <laughs> that is happened?
3: crazy. That is crazy. What about you, Aisha? Biggest fear at 17? That you was going to lose your boo?
4: <laughs> no, i gonna be honest. I couldn't turn up pregnant or else I was That's going a real p-
0: fear.
4: I, I kid you not. So here it is. I'll preface slightly PMI, but my mother was a teenager when she had me. She was okay. eight. She had me. She was 19 when she had my sister. We, my sister and I are 14 months apart. And okay. So growing up she was just like i'm not telling you not to have sex for me because that's what my grandparents told her and hey two kids later she said but i am telling you don't have no babies so whatever you need to do to prevent that from happening you need to do be you know be smart about it be safe about it whatever so of course i was in love at 17, and all I kept saying, i like, nope, I'm going to tell you. And I didn't even want kids then, but it was, mm-hmm. that was the double fear of being pregnant, got to tell my mother, and I'm like, I don't really want to be anybody's parent. Like, that was the trifecta of just, no, it couldn't happen. So I was the one with just like, so who do I call? Where do I go? And my mom, like, we, she was very open, more like nosy. Mm-hmm. All in your business, and so she just and I'm, she pounded that into us. I'm not telling you not to have sex. I'm telling you not to have babies. And I, right. I Okay. I, I said if mm-hmm. I come home and I tell this lady that before I got a diploma, I'm about to be somebody's mother, she's gonna kill me. Like that, there was just mm-hmm. no. She was gonna kill me. So I didn't. I mean, I was the birth control queen. You name it, I (laughs) (laughs) know. Popping the the pills. Popping the pills. I was at the health department, gave out free condoms. If you went to the Mm -hmm. school nurse, she gave you those. Did you have a brand preference? You go to the drugstore and buy another kind. I mean, them little people got my little $3 a month for birth control pills. I got the shot when I first started because I didn't want my mother to know. And I was like, it doesn't matter mm-hmm. me up. Like, just don't hit me in the arm for about a week. Right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> we good. But, yes, that was, oh, my goodness, biggest fear. Oh, yeah. That was terror. Sheer terror. Oh, Terror. And
3: I didn't have a kid till after I got out of college and I still wasn't ready. I was like mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know if
4: you're
3: ever ready. <laughs> nah, nah. Nope. Never. never. I don't know never, if you're never. ever ready. I mean I, I, I've said it before, I mean like you 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 parenting is you know, it's it's like uh, especially when you get older and you you know, your friends have kids and stuff and you don't have any kids. You know, it's 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 the equivalent of um, you know, being at the game and, and, and being at that fifty-yard line in the stands, oh, the game looks so easy from the stands. Mm-hmm. It, it looks perfect from the stands. When you get on that sideline, whoo, shorty, <laughs> it's a whole yeah. other ball game. <laughs> or when you get in the game, it's a whole other ball game. Um, seventeen biggest fear. Um, I think it was probably. Well, I'm not gonna say it probably was. I, I know exactly what it was. It was a. Uh, it was. It was really the fear of failure. Um, it, it and it's. It's a fear that I think still pushes me, um and when I say failure, I don't mean by society standards i think I think i've I've developed my own levels and tiers of where I think I should be and what I should be doing with my life and with the people in my life and so forth and so on um but yeah, I couldn't fail like I just and I would never and there was never gonna be anything that anybody could put more pressure on me than I put on myself. I expect a lot of myself, so failure was not an option. So um, we had this—we have this little saying around here. We say success is, success is expected. That's what I tell my kids. But I, you know, I don't want them to fear like like they got to go be a CEO. No, you, you just got to go be the best that you can be at whatever it is that you want to do. That being said, like the fear of failing, like really pushed me, and you know, kind of made me crazy at times because you just, you know, you just didn't want to fail. I, especially once I got to college, like, I was like, yo, I can't, I, I'm not going back home. Like, <laughs> you know, like some people had, some people have the had the luxury of being from, you know, D.C. or Atlanta or, you know, these bigger cities or New York or something like that. I didn't have that luxury. I'm from a small town. I love my hometown, Florence, South Carolina. I love it. But I wasn't going back home. I just wasn't. And when I left for college, that was the last time that I stayed in my mom's house. Like, after that, and I never came back, so, um, and I think I would have felt like a failure had I done that, um, and I was listening, I was thinking as you were talking, I, to, oh, I don't think I feared parenthood, I I just knew I couldn't do it, I was like, hey man, you better strap up,
0: because
3: <laughs> 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 my mom, you know, the text talk, my mom was pretty simple, she was like, hey, I don't want no grandkids, that's all she said. And like my mom is just like so so sincere so when you when she said something you, you knew she meant it. She like, Don't bring no babies here. Yeah. And that was just that was the stand of our sex talk. Like <laughs> it wasn't no, hey, I'm gonna get you some condoms, I'm gonna teach you how to do this, I'm gonna tell you what to do. No, she was just like, Don't bring no babies in. <laughs>
4: I mean to sum it up, that's that's really what it is. Like my mother telling me and her having been a teen parent, I saw the struggle. Like I wasn't naive to be like, Oh, life is so grand and so delicious. She sacrificed a whole lot, you know, to to make do and, you know, trying to finish school, all of that. So I knew I said no, 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 no. I knew which side my bread was buttered on mm-hmm. and I was like, Oh, that's just not freedom. I'm willing to give up because she was very clear. She wasn't raising them. No, no, no. So oh, I, I. That's something I listened to. I mean, wholeheartedly, where I could appreciate her being candid and honest. And she would tell you, you know, everything. My mother was a partier. She was just like, yeah, I had fun, and all that had to come to a screeching halt because I.
0: Heard,
4: <laughs> if you want that to be your life, don't listen to me. Mm-hmm. And I was just smart right. enough to. Mm-mm. I got it. Loud, loud and clear. Loud and clear.
1: <laughs> didn't, have
4: worry, didn't have to worry about me experiencing that one and then to be like, oh, ma, you were right. Even after Right, that, right, I, right, right, right. I, it, I was still like, ma, you were right. <laughs> this ain't for the faint of heart. And I
0: was Mm-mm. grown. It's a whole different
4: On my own, as established as you can be, you know, in your mid to late 20s, and I still Mm -hmm. was like, hey, I could have waited like another 12 years to do
3: this. (laughs) I know that's right. I know that's right. 347-215-7162 is the phone number to call again. 347-215-7162. I am your host, 12Kyle. This is... 12 radio show, and tonight we're taking it back 17 years old. Uh, we're talking about the life and times of your life when I mean, you were 17 years old, kind of waxing poetic a little bit. Got El Marie and Aisha in the building. We're taking you up until 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Remember, this show is being broadcast live each and every Wednesday night. So, in the event you cannot listen to the show live, make sure that you check out the archives. They can be found on blogtalkradio.com. Backslash 12Kyle. You can also check me out on Stitcher. If you have an Android or iPhone, go to your application store. Download the Stitcher application for free. Uh, search 12Kyle and listen at your leisure at home or on the go. If you have an iPhone, you can catch me on iTunes. We also have SoundCloud page, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. I'm everywhere. Not hard to find at all. Hit us up, 347 215 seven one six two. Um, next question. This was this was always a good one. Um I'll start first with you, Aisha. When you were seventeen years old, what were some of the your favorite albums to come out when you were seventeen? And you and I, I preface this you guys want to email this to you. That you would probably have to look it up. because I couldn't remember I know that I know some of the albums that came out when I was seventeen, but Not a lot. (laughs) So what were some of your favorite albums that came out when you were 17?
4: So I have a late birthday. So technically most of my favorite ones came out early 1998 because I didn't turn 18 until much later that year.
3: Young book. But
4: yeah, what can I say? (laughs) And so, so... when I Google, because I kept remembering songs, and I was thinking, okay, what? When did the album come out? Right. And then it all came. It all came flooding back to me. So first up, which was probably the only one I did not have to look up because I could totally remember, was Miseducation of Lauren Hill.
0: Ooh.
4: That <laughs> that when I just that's it, my list. It it just played just played and played and I don't like talking yeah. on albums normally so that's why I'm not a life-jenning fan among other things but like don't talk to me in between songs just give me the song right. but that album it just all you didn't want to skip over anything
0: Mm-mm.
4: you just played it and then you would just hit repeat and play the whole thing all over yep. again yep oh yes and since then, we haven't gotten anything remotely close to that from her. <sighs> no. Right. It leaves a little hole in your heart.
0: Because yeah, it does.
4: Aclim and I came out. so Outcast. Yes! Yes! Yes. Yeah. oh, yeah. That was just, again, life. And this is probably Jay-Z. There was one of those came out then, and I was kind of on the fence about being a Jay-Z fan or not. It was just kind of like I could take it or leave it,
0: Mm -hmm.
4: but that made me a fan. I was like, okay, I'm going to listen to him more and see what he's really all about as I did, like truly enjoy that, and the only other thing that kept coming to mind when I was like scrolling through the album, I was like, it was a lot of white music (laughs) <laughs> it, was just, it was a lot I was like oh I ain't listened listen to that I didn't
0: listen to that
4: so then it made sense like why I listened to something like over and over again so much cause some of that other stuff was not with hot in Street, but I'm telling you, Lauryn Hill I broke the case to that CD cause you know back then you just had a CD player.
3: Yeah, see, yeah, exactly, exactly.
4: <laughs> there were CDs, and you had to actually put those in your car to play <laughs> them. And so you, I didn't have the little book case that you used to carry around. Oh, but yeah. I, I broke the actual, I, I carried the hard plastic case of the CD. I okay. To, and so carrying it, and then it got stuck underneath the seat. I had a uh, Honda Accord. And you had to move the seats manually. I wasn't, you know. <laughs> <to do> <laughs> and the case got stuck. And so when I went to move my seat, it crunched.
0: crunched. Oh,
4: damn. Yeah. Oh. It was. So then I invested in the visor CD thing that you could put on your visor, slide the CDs in to keep because mm-hmm. the case got tore up. Yes. But I still played that CD. Still got it. It's in the collection.
3: That's what's up right there. You you named you named a couple of classics right there. I mean with Miss Education of, of Lauren Hill. Man. Oh my god. That, like you said, you that album you just played it. You just played it. Over and you and kept over. playing it. You never turned it off. Nope. Uh,
4: yeah. Good times.
3: <laughs> okay, okay. What about you, Elle? Some of the some of your favorite music from when you were seventeen years old.
2: Well, I was already standing for Jay Z back then, so okay. Um, that was around the time Volume Two came out, Hard Knock Life album. So okay. That, okay, yes. Um, of course, Miseducation of Warren Hill. Um, 100% genuine.
3: Oh,
4: my goodness. No, <laughs> 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 so she didn't say genuine. <laughs>
0: yeah. Really oh. awesome. Wow.
4: That was his second album, yeah.
0: No, that one? was
4: his first.
3: Was, was the one that one? the one with um on it? The one with
4: Tony,
2: with Tony on one it. Was so anxious. Huh. The one with so anxious on it. Okay. Yeah. That was, like, in heavy rotation.
0: Um, oh,
2: my gosh. And also, this was, like, during the No Limit Soldier
4: uh, When they dropped the album every three days? Yes. Yes. It
3: yeah. Did. Every three <laughs> they, days. They, they literally dropped the album. <laughs> no Limit re- literally dropped the album every week. Yes. He did. They did. Yep.
2: Yeah, They did. So, a couple of their albums, like... So shocker. And listening back to him, i like, I can't believe I was like bumping this so hard. Yeah,
4: because I Some of those were really bad. I know. Yeah,
3: yeah, you ought to be saying, You shaming yourself for bumping silter shocker. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't
0: catch a beat to save his
4: life. Mm mm. No. Mm mm. So off beat. Oh, oh, man. Wait,
0: that's so funny. Of course.
4: Gotta give the shout out to either BMG or Columbia House cause I know. Oh them. yeah. Yes. yeah <laughs> My Shout
3: out to BMG and Columbia House for giving me a whole bunch of CDs that I never paid for. <laughs> yeah. Well, wait.
2: It
4: was like twelve CDs for a penny. Yeah. For a penny. <laughs> and you would give them like eight dollars yeah, shipping, which you either yeah. paid or didn't pay. And then you would mm-hmm. switch to the other one, and you would use yep. or whatever for a dollar or whichever they had the price, and you would just go back and forth.
2: Back and forth.
4: Until somebody wouldn't send you CDs anymore.
3: Yeah. Right.
4: But but think yeah. about how
3: many how, how many CDs you got literally
0: for, for free. Yeah.
3: A lot. Like, okay.
0: that's how I built my CDs bunch. like that.
4: Which is why yeah, they don't CDs anymore. That was not sustainable at all.
3: Yeah, yeah, it, that's crazy. You man, you took me back just now. BMG, oh yeah. man, and uh, and you you wonder how they stayed in business and they you know and they how much music they actually gave away for free. Yeah, um, I had to look it up. Much like you, Aisha, I have a late birthday, so I'm so I I was I turned seventeen in nineteen ninety. I'm a little older than you, ladies, just slightly. <laughs> just um, a little bit. Just a little bit. Uh, I was really, really big. And I, I'm, I'm gonna just go hip hop. I'm not even gonna go R&B because I was really big in R&B, but I wasn't. I wasn't as big in R&B at the time. I, don't get me wrong. I loved R&B, but I wasn't really checking for the albums because, uh, you know, usually. We're, and I can only speak for guys from my era. We're talking about the go together era here. So when you normally, when you when you had a girlfriend, y'all went together, right? You really got into R&B as your girl got into R&B because she was able to introduce you to music. You know, normally, you know, if you're a guy, you're listening to, you know, hip-hop. You're not really into, you know, I don't know. You're not listening to Escape or, you know, Color Me Bad. And I don't know why I came up with those two, but <laughs> but you get my point. Um, I mean, you gonna don't get me wrong. You're going to listen to the standards. You're going to listen to the Zuckers and the Princes and the Michael Jacksons of the world. But you know, just that other like you mentioned, Genuine. I mean like I wouldn't listen to Genuine unless I was in a relationship and I was like loving the chicks out, you know. So um so at seventeen I was cool. Um I really wasn't in deep not not in any deep relationships at seventeen, so um so it was really hip hop. So for me, uh I had to go I had to write these down, man. Um Cube, America's Most Wanted. Um which was my favorite, it's still to this day my favorite Ice Cube album. I'm a huge, huge Ice Cube fan. Um, that album came out uh, when I was 17. Loved it. I played the hell out of that. Uh, Public Enemies Fear of a Black Planet. Um, probably one of my, it's close to like one of my top 10 all-time favorite albums. Um cool. And then i roll into kind of 1991, uh, another Ice Cube album with Death Certificate, love that album. Uh, uh, NWA dropped the album that year, uh, the Niggas for Life album. Um, De La Soul, uh, what was that? What was I think it was, yeah, De La Soul is Dead, dropped that year. Um, I could go on and on, but I mean, like, those are just some of the ones that kind of stand out, the Ghetto Boys. uh LL dropped Mama said, "Knock you out around that time too." Um, so I was really, you know, I was really, really into hip hop, really hard. Uh, a group called the Main Source. Um, that's the first time I ever heard Nas before. He was on the track on a track called "Live at the Barbecue," and <laughs> and that was like the first time I heard Nas, and I didn't know who he was. And he had a line in the song that said, "When I was twelve, I went to hell for snuffing Jesus." And I was like, "Oh shit! like who would say something like that?" <laughs> and I was like yeah, i and you know, and this is pre internet, so you you have to kinda you know you're using the source magazines and stuff like that to kind of get your information about these artists and stuff but um after that became a huge Nas fan, so I was really those those are albums that really kind of rocked for me um I was in the like i said i, I was into um I was in the r b two but not as heavy uh that came kind of later on. You know, as you get all lovey-dovey and stuff. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Three four seven. r and was a means to an end. There you go. Yeah, I mean, you, ha- you had to have to, you know, get the draws too. I mean, everybody has one of those. Yeah. So, you know, you to, you, you, I mean, you're you not getting no draws with no IQ. I'm sorry. You no. have to have something slow. No. You know, I mean, you, you can roll up to your girls' crib playing Tupac if you want to, but by the end of the night... You better be playing something slow. Very <laughs> true. Cause you're not setting the mood at all. Uh three four seven two one five seven one six two again. Three four seven two one five seven one six two. Um next question I have for you. Complete this statement. And I'll start first with you, L. Uh, when I was seventeen years old. <laughs> People would say my best physical attribute was my blank. Uh,
2: I would say my smile because people always say it was contagious.
3: Okay. So you walk around cheesing. I did,
0: yes. <laughs> <sighs> oh, man.
3: What about you, Aisha? People would say, "What was your best physical attribute?"
4: Based, like following L, I I feel like a heathen. I'm just gonna be honest. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> Speak on it. But then, probably from about eighth grade until I always had guys telling me they liked my lips. And I would always be like, why are you staring at my lips? Wasn't anything, like I wasn't overly self-conscious about it, but the guy, I will refrain from using his name to keep him innocent, but he used to try to pin me in corners in school and kiss me. Like, oh my gosh. (laughs) (sighs) And I was like,
0: why? Yeah.
4: Oh my gosh.
0: Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah, and I I can I distinctly remember this person, and I I'm, I'm still friends with his sister, strangely enough. But uh, yeah, he they he used to do that, and like other people would say that, and I always carried around chapstick, but more so I wasn't into like crusty lips. So right, oh
3: yeah, real lips can't be crusty. No, no, just never,
4: just never, ever. I mean, I carry it around now. There's some in my car, at work, downstairs in the house, in my bedroom. I mean, there, it's everywhere because I just don't like crusty lips. And so I would always have some. And if mm-hmm. some of those guys were around, if I happened to pull it out and put it on, then it always became like the running joke or somebody saying, ooh, mm-hmm. you got on too much, let me get something off of you. It just... Let <laughs> <it>, me <laughs> it, it, it was... It was never, never ending, never ending, never ending. Which now I'll say, hey, I used to have my advantage. I'm just embracing. There it. you
3: go. There you go. Okay. With their mouth do? <laughs> <laughs> you
0: know what? Hey. Love how we proud. I got You worked I it, it in. In here. <laughs> 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 uh, oh. I gotta say, because
3: he ain't here.
0: Oh man, <laughs>
3: um, that's funny. Uh, and, and that dude probably—he he probably get a, a like an aggravated assault charge right about now. You can't do that kind yeah. of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, time,
4: but not for that. Just
3: right. Right. Yeah. I think. Um, I think was, back then, I think people probably saved my smile. I, I smiled a lot. um I didn't, you know what, probably my smile and my legs. We just get a lot of compliments from the ladies on the legs. Um, don't know why, um, because it wasn't like I. and I know some guys, unfortunately, who would shave their legs, which I think is deplorable, but. Um, <laughs>
4: <laughs> Did they shave them because they were bodybuilders? <laughs> I
0: I don't know.
3: <laughs> uh, I think you really stretch it if you shave. If you're a guy and you shave your legs, I, that's just a, it's a, it's a, it's an
0: extreme
3: stretch. It's an extreme stretch. Um, but um, but yeah, I wouldn't do it. But um, yeah, smile and legs. Those those probably the ones I got the most compliments on. Um. That's funny. I'm, I'm still tripping off the 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 lip story. <laughs> I'm
4: telling you, I feel like the heathen. I like, I really needed Sam here because I think my stories would be tame compared to hers.
3: Oh, oh, you know, she got stories. She got stories.
1: <laughs> oh
4: yeah, yeah. We miss her because yeah. I'm totally like the.
3: It's you know, all good. Creator. I mean, you know we. we... We haven't tapped into the pimpstress tonight. Um, you know, I, these these questions are no, you know pretty they they're pretty tame tonight. So, you know, maybe the next show she she lets her head and gets loose. I don't know. I don't know. We'll Listen. see. She
0: keeps, she taking not
4: spurs. at seventeen I was already just, you know,
3: there you the go. Mic. There you go. Yeah. That's all there you go. Three four seven two one five seven one six two. Is the phone number to call. You're locked in to the 12 radio show. I am your host, 12 Kyle. And tonight we're talking 17 years old. Got Elle Marie and my girl Aisha in the building. And we got about a well, little less than 20 minutes. So hit us up. 347-215-7162. Um, yeah, I got to say, I got to smile back then at, at 17. Because I, I smile a lot. I laugh. I still do laugh a lot. Um... I'm trying to think, but it, it was, I think, at that at that stage, you know, for guys, obviously, you know, we're, we're checking for girls' body, of course, um, and I don't even know if it was, the, the fascination stage kind of went away at that point, because you're 17. You know, you're not really, um, you know, when, when you were in, like, middle school and a girl got a butt or she got breasts, you were like, oh, snap, like, look at Tanya, you know, that type of thing, but, I mean, at 17, you ain't really... You know, you're not really. It, you, it's not. It's not a giggle moment when you see a girl who's, you know, built. You know, right. but um. Yeah. But uh, but in middle school, man, that was funny. That was like that was dope for us. Girls with bodies. Whew. Man, we have a good time. <laughs> <sighs> oh man, I just had a moment. A Three four seven two one five. Let's jump to the phone line. Go to area code 647. 647. You're all with 12 Kyle, 12 radio
2: show. And my co host, what's your name? Where you calling from? Hey,
3: what's up, Uncle Kyle?
2: It's twelve? What's up, nephew? What's going on, man? No more. What's up, ladies?
3: Hello.
2: Hi. Um, cool is so. Cool? I saw on Twitter that you asked a question, what was your biggest fear at 17? Right.
0: Okay.
2: Okay, so, like, I just recently turned 17. My birthday was on the 2nd of August. Happy and. i Happy huh? belated, man. Happy belated. Thanks, man. Thanks, man. And I have to say, like, my biggest fear right now is just, like, realizing that I'm basically like Even though I'm still young Like I'm not a kid anymore And I gotta like Like Get my life together For like That grown people stuff You know Like
0: I mean Senior for
2: high school And then Like college and everything Coming up It's crazy
3: You do But you But you know I will Man you got it you, you got I'm here to tell you man I'm here to tell you You got it made man
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, you
3: got it, man. Yeah. You don't see it right now, Will, but you got it made, man. You got it made. That's what I'm telling you. I'm going to tell you why. Because, like, everything, and I know we talked before, you said you know, your dad is on your case. Trust me, when your dad fusses, it's all good. It's all love. I mean, he's going to seem so yeah. smart, and, like, as soon as you get away from him, he's going gonna to be like a genius to you. And, uh, I mean, you got it, man. Enjoy it. I guess. And we talked about it too because Dennis uh, hit us up on Twitter. He just said he just turned 17. Um, just enjoy this time, man. Enjoy this time with no response. I mean, because like right now, all you got to do is go to school. That's all you got to do. Study. Go to school. Do your homework. You got Twitter. You got Facebook. You got all of these. Like, you got all of these distractions. But that's all you got to do. Just chill. And you got good music to listen to. Uh, you got a dope. Internet radio show to listen to right here. I
0: mean what do we got? Yeah, that's true, that's true. <laughs> but you know what else though? Because at seventeen,
4: yeah, social networking didn't exist. So yes. the worst we had was if someone took pictures with a film, remembered the film, took it to the drugstore store to get it developed. Right.
1: And
3: then
4: yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> in yeah, right. Right. Yeah. you know, now yeah, you had to go
3: through a whole lot to get somebody in trouble. A ton. Oh, yeah. I mean,
4: and then if you got your hands on a negative, you know, and ruin those, there were no copies to be made. Now, you go to a party, something happens, someone takes a picture, and two seconds later, it's on Twitter. And once it's yeah, there, for
0: real.
4: it's there. So enjoy that, but don't be so reckless in life that something that you did at seventeen starts to haunt you. Right. So like, oh, when you're, nah,
3: man, I do my best to stay out of trouble
4: the deal. But no, definitely no. enjoy it. I'll trade places with you. You go to work yeah, I with know. me. Yeah. I'll take your geometry test, history test, yes. Spanish test, you name it.
3: I'll take See, your geometry test, it. but I won't pass
0: it. <laughs> <laughs> I
4: can
0: guarantee you a passing grade.
3: I don't know. Kyle,
0: you uh, do you, that?
3: You, you're better off not studying and still getting a better grade than me studying. Trust Wow. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, just that, yo, in, in all seriousness, man, just enjoy being seventeen, trust me you yeah. trust take it from three people who have seen seventeen and enjoyed it in a totally different day and era. Yeah.
1: I mean, you know, in
3: some ways the world's a lot scarier, but enjoy it, man. Because 'cause I'm telling you when you yeah. when you hit like like with right about twenty, like the years just start flying by start flying by
4: and some of your best so. years are still ahead of you college
0: yes yes
4: Best time of my entire life and yeah. those years yes go away to
3: school and then experience
0: yeah. college yes yes yeah. and the women
3: well you know i'll i'll tell you about the women <laughs> <laughs> off no, right, so there i don't
0: yeah colleges
3: are kinds oh. of those
2: that are different things though
3: yes yes. A whole different ball game Oh, whole different ballpark. But it's a good ballpark to be in. I'm telling you. I'm telling
0: you. Definitely. You ain't lie. You'll
3: back well. You will back well. Uh, Say, you got anything
2: else? on No, I'm good for now.
3: Hey, man, as always, thanks for calling in. We definitely appreciate the love, man.
0: Yeah, for Enjoy sure. Thanks, Uncle Kyle. Yes. Thank see.
3: you. But really, and shout I'm out to my nephew. I know, right? Shout out to Will calling in from Toronto, man. That's my man right here. One of my good, real good followers on Twitter. Um and I you know it's it's funny when I talk to these young I call them young because, like I just remember like when I was say I, I ain't even I would I don't even think I would talk to somebody that was forty years old. <laughs>
0: Let alone <laughs>
3: somebody thirty. I but,
2: they, was, but they're I so cool
3: people. I, I, I ain't really mess with old people. I mean, outside, especially outside of my family, I ain't really talk to old people like that. You know, so. Um,
0: we'll see. Look, but you know, you know what's,
3: what's cool tip- is that, that. Go ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry.
4: When I was 17, my mother was only 35. Wow. So there wasn't. Like, I'm trying to think of who who would be 40 outside of my relatives, like, you know, older. Yeah. Old, old, I can, I, yeah. She was, She was probably the oldest person. Like really, at that point, she was mm. thirty-five.
3: My dad was thirty-seven. There you have it. Yeah, your folks got it in there early, man. Yeah, but well, then that's cool too because right she now. she she grew up. Yeah, yeah, she grew up with you. So yeah, she she was, when you got to be grown or you know semi-grown. She was in she was back in the world again. <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: oh yeah, I mean like
4: and I'm done. You you good? You good? Okay, you all right? right? you stray, i did yes and i mean we did we turned out well but when you said that like oh 17 somebody 40 i wouldn't even know who that was outside of yeah my mom wasn't even 40 then wow. my mom
2: let's see no my mom
4: wasn't
0: 40 either she was in her late
4: 30s there you yeah, go see, So Will has a leg up because he is talking to oh, the he... wise individual exactly exactly
3: exactly Man, I wish. <laughs> <Right>. I wish.
4: <laughs> My life could have been a little different.
3: <laughs> Man, who boy, I tell you. But three four seven two one five seven one six two. Next question, and I'll start for you, Aisha. Uh complete this statement. Oh that's the wrong one. Let's say, let's go to this one. When I was seventeen years old, I would be happy if someone took me to blank for a date. So we're we're thinking about places here.
4: Ooh. At 17, one of my, well, I started clubbing really early, so I didn't need anybody. (laughs) I did. I'm
3: trying trying to picture you in a club at a young age. I, I, I can't do it.
4: I started going, we went to the teen club, I was 14. When I turned 16, I had ID that got me into the 18 and up club. Where the hell did where the hell was a 14-year-old? How did you get, a, as a 14-year-old, how did you get in the club? It was a teen club, so you had to be 14 to 19 to
3: attend. Oh, see, yeah, we, we, we didn't, we wasn't about that life in South Carolina. There was no such thing as a teen, a teen club would be the back of somebody's yard, you know. Oh, no, in no, no, no. it was, it was like
4: a, <laughs> it's like, it was a club, you wow. paid a little cover, and you got in, yeah. Oh, that's like nice. Loving since then, and by 17, ooh, I was, I think I had ID, I was probably like 19, 20, because by 18, I had ID that said I could drink, so yeah, I've been doing that for a long time, so, <laughs> it <really> was, uh,
0: <laughs> I feel
4: like the heathen, what happened, but one of my favorites, like, I, I loved going to Fridays. that was like our spot from... Right. Like, eight high school, all the way through college, to the point where, like, I got to know the bartender. It was...
3: Wow. (laughs) Damn. Yeah.
4: But the food was really good then. They used to have these little steak skewers, which they always threw a piece of pineapple on top of, and I'm allergic to pineapple. I would always tell them to take it off, and it would always take them two times to get it right. But, yeah, that was... uh, like we, were, I liked dining out at an early age. Just like somebody yeah. else, thinks. somebody else's kitchen is dirty. I can leave my plate here, and somebody else gets it. <laughs>
0: hmm. <laughs> seriously,
4: that was good to me. I'm like, all right, let's do that again. But Fridays, that was probably one of my favorite places to go to. Pretty
0: okay. Bad. Okay. What about
3: you, Elle? Uh, where would you would have liked to have gone on a date at seventeen?
2: Well, at seventeen, uh, well, first off, anything off campus was good,
0: but
2: <laughs> I was all about like dates for going out of town okay, out, out of town at seventeen. <laughs> <laughs> I always, like, I started to travel early, so I was just more impressed if I went on a date and I was out of
3: town. Hmm. That is, that's some pimple shit right there. I was, was going out of town <laughs>
0: at 17.
4: Could be, my traveling didn't start until late college years.
0: Yeah! You know, when yeah. I started
4: traveling, I got a job. When I got when I got
0: phones. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but um, it was, it
2: was, like, catching flights or anything, it would be say, like, okay. a drive to Chicago. That's only about four hours or so away.
3: Okay, okay,
4: I gotcha, I gotcha. Yeah. Aww. Uh, yeah, I feel old now. <laughs> <laughs> because I just saw on Twitter Dennis was talking about, I'm assuming, albums, and he said to Pimper Butterfly
3: and Compton. And yeah, Compton, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Dennis
4: Oh. Wow. Like, yeah.
3: that's
4: going to be his, you know, yeah. his era, his teenage years. I mean, it's a great
3: album. I'll give him that. Right.
0: You was, hey, and, and great you know, albums. and that's
3: the thing, like, I tell them that sometimes we, when we talk, when I talk to some of these younger cats, Thundercats, I'm like, you know, and they're really, really, like I was at this age, heavily into music. And I like the fact that they appreciate this kind of music. And, you know, they'll, they'll delve into some of the, the ratchet stuff. But, you know, I'm like, you know, when you look at, Trinidad James, I mean, it's, if, if that's your signature sound, you know, when you're 35, you can look back and be like, man, what the hell was I listening to at seven? Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, and I had like a, <laughs> I had like a moment of clarity like that with my oldest son, who we were talking and he was telling me about some group or something. And I said, well, you know, what? I see, you know, it's weird. I see, you know, it's interesting. I said, you're listening to that music. I said, that music won't be around Three years from now, I said when I was your age, I listened to NWA and they got the number one movie in the country. Right. <laughs>
4: we had great, great. Like thirty
3: years later. Yeah. He just, just kind of looked like, oh yeah, you're right, Dad. I was like, yeah, I know I'm right. Oh. There um, will be
4: no movie about Trinidad James.
3: No, no, there won't be. There won't even not- be an E True Hollywood story. <laughs>
0: or <laughs> an <old> song. <laughs> <laughs> no. Definitely not an old song. <laughs> yeah. No. You, you gotta have a. You
3: gotta have a little bit of pull to get an unsung. I mean, you know, one song and <laughs> get your unsung. Um, yeah, no. I would say, um, where would I, I? I was simple, man. Like the movies, and one thing was like really, really big in my hometown. We had a dollar movie, so like, if and I mean, now back in the nineties, you know, women weren't taking men out on dates, so I couldn't expect a woman to take me out on a date.
4: Right. But you took her to yeah. the dollar.
3: Yeah, we went to
1: the dollar movie.
4: And you know what's crazy, though? Like, the, again, I was in love that year, in 17, a year after. I pro- We went to the movies once a week. That year, I saw some really good stuff and some really bad stuff. Because by default, okay. it, you go out to eat, we go get food, yep. and then you go to a movie. hmm and there were some weekends we went to movie Friday and Saturday. And it was almost like, really? And I did. I looked back and I said, man, we saw some dumb stuff. Just because there was nothing else really to do. And so you knew that you were safe in the movie theater for a couple hours. Nobody's really going to bother you. Right. And you get a movie out of the deal. Now, uh, I got to really want to see that movie. One, because it's not going <laughs> to <happen. laughs> Exactly.
3: Same year. <here. laughs> Although we do have a dollar yeah, show.
2: Yeah, yeah we Man, do. I wish
3: we had a dollar movie here. I wish. I'd yeah. be right here. I'd be up in there quick.
4: Yeah, but sometimes it'd be a little sketchy.
3: Yeah, yeah. I mean, you you, you know the old thing. You get what you pay for. Right. <laughs> exactly.
4: So, you where you'd like, shoot, I really missed that in the theater. And... I don't want
3: to necessarily
4: wait for it to come out. Mm-hmm. Right. So you. Go.
0: Right. Man,
3: you where did the where did the time go? We are out I, of time. I, oh, what? I cannot. Yes. Right? We we've got. <laughs> we got to do this again. Unfortunately, our girl Samantha could not join us tonight, but I got to thank El Marie and Aisha coming through. Man, this has been a quick two hours. This has been epic. a quick two hours. Oh, we got to do it again. Exact. I want to thank everybody For tuning in Everybody who listened On Facebook and Twitter uh, Posted uh, with our comments Uh, Remember if you missed Any parts of tonight's show You can catch the archives On WalltalkRadio.com Backslash 12Kyle You can also check it out On Stitcher As well as iTunes We'll have it up on SoundCloud By the weekend Um, Make sure that you come back Next week I have no idea What we'll be talking about But I know it's going to be funky Because that's what we do (laughs) <laughs> nonetheless for Samantha and her absence for Aisha for Elmarie I'm your host 12 Kyle we'll I'll see you next week peace good night good
4: night